0: What? Welcome to Weekly Dish on my Talk 1071. i I'm Stephanie March. Good morning. I'm Stephanie Hansen. We are here to... Uh, I'm going to talk like this. We're going to talk. About, we're going to just close out January is what we're going to do. I, uh, one month down, you guys.
1: I was lonely for you last week. I know. I'm sorry. No. It was great that Alex filled in, but, yeah. you know, like, I'm always You're the one always who's gone. gone. <laughs> so I was like, oh, my girl's not here. Yeah. This is different. I know.
0: I know. And I, yeah, I... I, I'll just tell you guys, because I think there's a lot of people who, when I put on my stories, there's a lot of people who have vertigo who get it, especially us in our, you know, menopausal world of being a woman. Um Vertigo is no joke. It is literally like, I don't know if you saw my stories, but there's like this Instagram account of a guy who's like on a boat in the North Sea. And it's like he has his camera still. So that when the boat flips, it just looks like he's standing, but he's like all over the place. That's how vertigo feels. It's like, you know, your feet are standing solidly on the ground. You know, you're in your kitchen and yet it feels like you are like falling through a wormhole. You're on the Wonka boat. That's what it feels like all the time. So I couldn't drive. I couldn't do anything. So if you guys have vertigo, you you couldn't do anything. You just sit sit there and you like, make sure that your head doesn't move (laughs) at all. (laughs) But um, I will say that if you I'm just going to say if you've had crystals in your ears and you know what that is, then that's kind of doing the PT and doing the Epley maneuver correctly is the key to it. So I, if anyone has any questions about that, I'm happy to answer. I'm you. an expert. I know. I can't even. And, and I love Tim, this little PT guy in, in uh, at Methodist who. Was just like so great. And then we started talking restaurants, of course. And I mean, then he's like basically by the end of my PT where he's like fixing my brain, sloshing around in my head. I had nailed down three different spots that he needs to go check out. And then I was like, here's my cell phone number if you need to like get in any place. I mean, I was so happy that my head was fixed. Yes, it was great. So
1: that's funny. I know.
0: So there. So there's that. All right. We both had big nights last night.
1: We did. We did. We both went
0: out. Well, I mean, it's been kind of a week, too. Right.
1: Yeah it it was a week. A lot. I did a lot of stuff this week. Um.
0: What I gotta did you just do? Pull well, up my phone. Okay. okay. I will tell you quickly that just to get mine out of the way because it's all over the stories. We did go to the ice bar last night. The downtown oh, ice bar. Oh, you guys looked cute. And it was real fun though. And the mayors were there. Was this the one at Institute of Arts? No, no, no. This is the ice bar behind Four Seasons. Okay. So down Nicollet Mall, it's a hundred feet long, and they has different bartenders. So Jesse from Earl Giles was there. Pip from uh, Keeper's Heart was there. Um, we just had, you know, and then there's like other, you know, installations or whatever. So you can get sodas, you can get regular drinks, whatever. But it was, um, it was great. And it was, everyone was like, oh, it's we're so worried about it because it's warm. You know what? It's not like warm. <laughs> I mean, I know it's above 32. And so things were a little bit you know damp but it was we I didn't Damped. say the m word but it was it was fun and i thought it was there was a lot of people there there were fire pits it was really social fun it was good and i hope i think they're going to you know do it it's again it's a next big
1: year. like uh, institute of arts has oh. ice installations out there and they've got an ice bar too um did you go to that Nope. oh i there's the great northern started this that's
0: all part of yeah so the yep. ice bar is part of the great northern i think we'll talk about a little bit about that more but we went from ice bar and we walked to dario which is down the new joe raleigh restaurant which is down kind of behind um
1: whatchamacallit deja vu
0: oh my god yes totally that <laughs> right behind deja vu
1: and then i guess that is pretty great i know that's great that's amazing <laughs>
0: And it was kind of interesting. Like,
1: we're just walking through the city in the middle of January, you or know, at the end of January. That's a rare occurrence. I was doing the same on the other part of the North Loop.
0: I love it. What were you doing?
1: Well, we started, I started at Lat 14 and yeah. had a drink that was a really beautiful espresso type martini, but it was just orangey and delicious. And then um, the crab wontons, the crab Rangoon wontons. Oh, damn, yeah. Then ended up at Maison Marco and had they have great French fries there. Yep. And had these beautiful scallops that just perfectly cooked scallops. Then um, went oh, and had a great French seventy five. If you're looking for good places, because a lot of places don't make them great, they did. Then went to Spoon and Stable. Oh, good. And had the famous French 75 there. Right. Wow. You were just on a tear. Yes. 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 But walking through the North Loop, one guy was in his flip flops. I know. Another guy had shorts on. Yeah. It's like, there was a girl at at the ice
0: bar with just like, she had a puffer jacket and like little cute white like Sorel boots and then just bare legs. (laughs) I was like, just a jacket and legs. Yeah. Oh, I know. Wow. I mean, I'm sure she had something else on
1: underneath it, but you couldn't tell. That's kind of hot. I know. Oh, I if you're young and cute and got yeah. the legs.
0: Um, but How I,
1: was Dario's pasta? Did you amazing. like order things? Oh, of
0: course. We ate, we ran the menu. You know what I mean? We did as much as we could. Um, and we <laughs> ate. We did as much as we could. I mean, eat. we did spend a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> and that was maybe Molly's fault. She ordered some pretty big wines, which were spectacular. So happy for that. Um, but it was really good. And it was, we ran, we did, uh, I did the same capoletti. I forced everyone to eat the capoletti that I tried when I did the sneak peek because it's so good. And uh, we had these, we had basically the ricotta dumplings, which were, you know, we call them nudie, yep. like not gnocchi, but nudie. And those were these huge puffs of beautiful, I mean, it was just like ricotta and ricotta. And it was just, it was spectacular. Yum. It was The pastas, you guys, are just outstanding. And we did a spicy, oh God, we did a spicy sausage vodka rigatoni, which is one of those things that you think, oh yeah, that's from the 90s or the 80s. A little like (laughs) Filio-ish. And this was so elegant. And so the rigatoni were so perfectly toothy, you know, in that way that it's like el dente, but it was delicate. So it was firm but delicate at the same time. I was like, "How are we How is this happening?" Fresh
1: pasta, I it's think. It's this
0: flour. Yeah. And it's this flour that Joe has spent has spent years trying to find. And he brings it over from Italy and it's he's the only one who has it.
1: An Italian flour is different than what we're getting in the states. That's why a lot of the gluten well, things you can many people that don't have celiac obviously, but can really do okay with Italian flour pasta. And so Joe so we have two
0: very strong GFers at our table. And he was like, I really would like you guys. Fingers. Yep. would like you guys not girlfrienders um, to come back when or you like, are just like in the daytime and like have like when you have time to like, let it kind of like sit with you. But he's like, I'd like you to come back and try because I do believe that this pasta he's cause he has some sensitivities too. And everyone has sensitivities sometimes, or some people do, but having the idea that it is a different, it is a different relation to your body.
2: And mm-hmm.
0: so if that's the case, no and the truth is, is that, you know, Raleigh is one of those guys who made the best actual gluten-free pasta in the past at Martina when he was working there. That pasta was by far the best gluten-free pasta I've ever tasted. And he just doesn't have the room to do it there. So that's why it's like he doesn't have that version, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, it's spectacular. And then we had like Skate Wing, which was really Love beautiful. Skate we had a brick chicken, which again is a throwback to the it 80s. Is- and there was a little lemon sauce and capers, and it was fantastic.
1: Where was I this week that someone ordered chicken? Oh, at Petit Lyon, also a brick chicken. Yeah. Let's it have was, that come back. Yeah, it was very, like, flattened, but cr- super crispy, yeah. light butter sauce. Yeah.
0: And this, yeah, and this one, and then and you kind of need it to be, like, almost like a spatchcocky moment so that you have, like, still part of the leg. It's a ballotine, you know what I mean? That's where you have, like, part of the bone in still. Yep. And you pull it up, and it's like, and it just was... So we were just like picking up. Oh god, it was so good. I
1: do love skate wing.
0: No, skate wing is really delicious. Yeah.
1: Um okay. I also went to other places that <laughs> Last I Last night? Uh this was yesterday. Oh, do we have to take a break already?
0: Yeah, you know Okay, Let's we'll come like, back. Yeah, we'll take a little break. We're gonna come back. We're gonna talk the James Beard long list and so we have time for that um looks like you've got some winter salads some salads
1: stuff. salads some i did salads. it just because you
0: so you could say salads. salads um and then we got lots of other little fun stuff in the next hour so stay tuned this is the weekly dish on my talk 1071.
1: hello i'm standing outside in my underwear shivering they say it burns 400 calories an hour
2: is this a workout craze or just crazy
1: no pain no loss
2: i just lost feeling in my toes
1: we c- could enroll at the Y for a $0 enrollment this month. We'd get the latest equipment and a free fitness assessment. And it's inside.
0: Let's go to YMCA North.org for details. Feel the
1: burn. The frost burn.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. Thanks for joining us this foggy, here's my weather report, snizzly. <clears throat> First skidurzily. It's snizzly outside, and I don't mind it. I kind of love this.
1: I kind of love this. I know it's wrong, but I do. Kurt's up at the lake and there's like barely any snow there, but the lakes are frozen. Yeah. So he said it's just kind of surreal.
0: I feel really, uh, I feel really bad. So for the ice bar, just quickly, there's, you know, the Great Northern has brought in journalists from all over the country because this is a great, because really the the point of the Great Northern is a lot of climate, you know, discussions. And, um, and so there's some journalists here to cover And I feel like there's this woman standing at the ice bar last night. I don't know where she was from. And she was kind of, uh, you know, the city of Minneapolis ladies were all like, oh, that's yeah, she went. She had to go back inside and get warm. I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And then I sort of felt like I feel I do wish there was at least a coating of white on the ground to kind of, you know, give you the feeling of the. that was sort
1: of I'll never forget how cold the Super Bowl was when it was here. Oh, my God. But it was like, well, yeah, this is what it's like. people. Welcome to the north.
0: Okay, so where else did you go? You were gonna tell us
1: what more place you went. Um oh, Spoon and Stable. Oh, uh two places that I went yesterday. I just had not been inside the Snelling Avenue yum location. Oh. Yum is Wait, just okay, yummy. You,
0: you didn't do that after Spoon and Stable. No, <laughs> this was during the day.
1: But just yeah. like if you're Shout looking out to Patty for Soskin. Yeah, like the yum delicious so tuna solid. salad, egg salad. The wild like, rice soup. Bar none. The, the cookies, the just your cheerful, happy cupcakes I saw there. Yeah. Um. Just like quick in, quick out the way that they treated you at the counter. Like, yeah. hey, would you want a glass of water? You just very complete service, simple, easy, delicious food packed full of people. I just thought, wow, this is it, this is a talent. It looks super easy, but it's not right to so keep doing that same thing presentation in multiple locations and have it feel effortless. I just thought it was really neat and wanted to just mention her. And then we went to the, and I saw you here at the pop-up that Surly has for Hoagies. I have one of those as my top two. I thought we would talk about it then. Well, let's do it then. Okay. Okay. So moving on,
0: okay, moving to, on. The, to the James, uh, Beard uh, James
1: Beard Awards. How did
0: you feel about the, 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 the long list? And to level set. This is the semifinal list. Not all of these people are going to get, you know, in line for the next round. So what we usually do with the lo- what they do with the long list is kind of do a broad survey of it all. And then they kind of winnow it down. And then in April, like April 3rd or 4th, I think we get the actual nomination list. And then those people will go to Chicago and then vie for the award.
1: And last year we had a lot of people on the long list. Mm-hmm. And then by the time the actual words came out, we were down to one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anything's possible. Yeah,
0: it happens. But it is. I think what's nice about it is that, well, for this is like the first time we've had so many in the national category, which is great. Um, You know, we've had
1: like Baker. We've had, you know, I think this is the first time we've had Outstanding Bar. Oh, yeah. And that one. It, wow. That was a highlight for me. Yeah. Just, you know, Rob Jones. Oh. I'm a huge fan well, of Tyler his. And Tyler now, his partner in this, is just, they are just They are literally, and they
0: go forth and help other restaurants create their bar menus. And so their influence is completely trackable.
1: Yeah. And it's imprinted, I think, on the whole Twin Cities like bar scene. Yeah. Just also because they're friends and people in the industry like to go to Meteor and drink. It's a very storied bar that's been there for a very long time in the city of Minneapolis. And they took it over and didn't change much. And it still, it just feels like you're in their living room with them.
0: Yeah, they just scrubbed it down and kind of let the essence of it go. I mean, it was Stand Up Franks a million years ago. Mm -hmm. And then it was Donnie Dirk's Zombie Den. And then there was that weird St. Stephen's Snuggery. It was basically a sex bar. And they had to, like, bleach everything. And then now it's just, like, one of the coolest places to... Re- to relax in the Twin Cities.
1: it's a, I was saying, it, it is a spot that Kurt and I go to quite a bit. Like, it's sort of on our way in yeah. and on our way out of downtown. <laughs> yeah. And we just enjoy that bar. So I was glad he got recognized because to be recognized as, let's just call it a an elevated dive bar, shall we? Yeah. In a category of bars, of like... National. Yeah.
0: and And I would say this, too, is that there's an important piece of this that isn't maybe known, but... You know, Rob and Tyler and that crew, they have connections all across the country and they have friends who come in and bartend and they connect with other people. And it comes from years of going to Tales of the Cocktail in New Orleans and it comes from networking and having just friends and learning and everything else. And so when I go out of town, I usually hit them up and say, which what bars am I going to? Right. And it's fantastic. They are. They never steer me wrong. OK, what do you think about Outstanding Chef? Uh, the big one, Danny Del Prado for persona?
1: Uh, my first reaction was I was excited for him. Yeah. I felt like maybe this was a nod to the totality of his work. Right. That he pushed so hard. Yes. Because I don't personally feel like Porzana is like his most epic thing. Yeah. I feel like it's good, but I feel like this is like I feel like Martina, Colita, um, San Yusan, like all of these kind of elements coming together. Is that nomination for me? Yeah. Um, because Porzana is a new restaurant. Hasn't even really been open very long. I think it's been open about a year this spring. Not e- Oh, yeah. Not even. Yeah. No, so, it was like
0: August or something.
1: Yeah. That's so I feel like that. But that's OK. Like, yeah. great. Good for him. He is transforming the restaurant scene in the Twin Cities. So I feel like it was very well deserved. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we'll see. I mean, and I think he's, you know, he's, again, a guy who has, like, not just cooked here. He's cooked, you know, he was out in Seattle for a while. And, you know, he's he's just, I think it's just an interesting thing to think about. Um, yeah, the depth and breadth of the things he's brought. And then this one is the most personal restaurant, though. This one is the one that speaks so mostly about him. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's why it's a pretty worthy get.
1: What about Oro by Nixta? Thrilled. For I know that Gustavo Romero is one of the nicest well, yeah. people.
0: Gustavo and Kate have like, to me put together what is the smartest way of doing things, you know, starting with the tortilla Ria, you know, just doing like packs of tortillas and then moving up to like meal kits and going slowly and, and making sure they're not, you know, and they had a baby along the way. I know. I remember it's,
1: picking up a meal kit during the pandemic and she was pregnant. Yeah. Like super pregnant. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. just, yeah.
0: And now, you know, busting out the room next door and creating this like really, I mean, like surprising. I think that was the thing. I think everybody didn't understand like the level to which Gustavo can cook you know and like can and wants to put flavors together on plates and it's funny the chef community did because like he you know has gone he's taken like the travail boys they all went to mexico city and mm-hmm. you know he's done all of this stuff and he like the the it's just the things he's done and the way that he has slowly the two of them too slowly move together towards this thing is i think amazing
1: and I think that restaurant is very approachable yeah. and comfy and not like fine dining fancy. Right. But super flavor forward. So I like that that is also in the mix. Yes. Agree. Totally. Okay. What about Mark Q? I mean, I mean, wow. Right. Just And I loved his, I was saying his wife had a Instagram <coughs> where she was just sobbing. And so appreciative yeah. and thanking him and their business partners. And as someone who's been in business partner with her husband, it's challenging. Yeah. And just her pure emotion of thrill how thrilled she was for him really touched me. They seem like a really dynamic couple and I'm his patisserie is fantastic.
0: Oh, it's, it's so amazing. It's so, and I love that we're getting, you know, I, I love that it just is so it's a love story and it's an uh-huh. out of the box and he's a self-taught guy. You know, mm-hmm. he is, I mean, he's gone to, you know, classes and stuff like that. But it's just, he's, I think he's a gem for sure. Okay, let's, let's run up quick. Best uh, Chef Midwest. We have Anne Ahmed, we have Lisa Carlson and Carrie from Chef Shack. So Ann Ahmed for Kaluna. Yep. We have Chef Shack of the ladies, and we have Hi Hi with Christina and then Karn with Muriel. And Christina has been nominated a bunch. And I feel like I kind of want her to like.
1: Do you think it's her time?
0: It might be her time. I, of course, always will root for Karen because I think I'm Karin's rooting for
1: Karen and Muriel. is
0: spectacular. And
1: not that I don't love the other no. places. And I really, I'm glad that Lisa and Carrie made the list from I'm Chef so Shack. I'm so
0: glad that they did.
1: But Muriel is, to me, just the restaurant of my dreams. I know. I just love that place. I love her personality. It feels like she is cooking for you in her home. Right. Something about that place is just spectacular. And I
0: feel like Anne Ahmed with Kaluna is, is, a, is a total winner, and we're just going to see more and more of her. Wife.
1: I think so, too. All right, you guys, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Okay, you guys, my closet confidential. Here it is. We are literally getting ready for the closet factory to come to my house. And why are you waiting if you're looking at your spaces and thinking, oh, this mudroom is terrible, or this pantry is just overflowing with things? Right now, you can get a free consultation. They'll come into your home. They'll look at your spaces and help you reimagine them so that by the time spring comes or summer, you're already done. Like your spring cleaning is happening. It is at ClosetFactory.com. You can find all of the pictures of the rooms that they've done, including they've they've redone um, pantries. They've redone mudrooms, craft rooms kids sports area, I mean just that alone, like the smelly hats and gloves right now, find a place for everything at Closet Factory. You can save $507 because I'm so confident I'm going to put the $7 in there myself. $507 off your closet project. Call ClosetFactory.com right now. Tell them Stephanie Hanson sent you.
0: Salads! Salads! (laughs) Winter (laughs) salads! Salads!
1: Salads. Salads. Are you eating salads? I mean, I eat salads. I do. It is a can, wintery salad kind of time.
0: Can I just say that there is, so Crispin Green has a new salad, like a seasonal salad called Chicken Bacon Ranch, which everybody, all the people who know that I make Chicken Bacon Ranch sac- salads have said, have you tried it? Have you tried it? So I finally did try it, and is it like a new thing, Chicken Bacon a Ranch? Season- no, Chicken Bacon Ranch is not new. That's okay. a thing. You know, That's a very Midwestern thing. Yeah. Like, there's Jersey Mike's. I think has a chicken bacon ranch sandwich. I think, you know. But I make it. Just you know, like I kind of joke about that with Jake sometimes. Like when he's home in the summertime, he's like, "What are we having for dinner?" I'm like, "Chicken bacon ranch," which just means a bunch of lettuce, a bunch of chicken, and bacon. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and some ranch and some like and an egg. And usually, I'm like, "There's avocado in it and stuff." Well, anyway, so they have this salad. Then I try, and so I finally did go try it.
1: It's fine. There are um, some new salads too. At uh, is it Red Cow has a new like cob salad. I just feel like salads are always having a moment for me. Yeah. Um, entrees like at our house, a salad has to have like something. It can't just be like it has to have protein if you're going to have it be a meal. Because my husband is always needing some kind of a yes. meat product or right. something. Soup is just a beverage unless there's a protein. <laughs> Correct. So it always has to be soup and sandwich or something else. So this I may I've been making a couple of really delicious salads. One thing I just wanna like say is underrated in my book, just generally, is the you're not gonna be surprised. Roasted cabbage. Yeah everyone Underrated, you're saying yeah why aren't yeah. we roasting cabbage well, all you the time but why are. isn't everybody else <laughs> <laughs> like you cut a, a cabbage in half and what? then you take that half and cut it into like inch wide strips yeah boom, boom 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 throw that on a pan toss a little olive oil a little salt roast it roast it at like 425 until you have got some black bits some brown bits real roasty then let it come to room temperature Use that as a base for, like, a grain salad. Use that as a base for just salad salad that you're going to throw some fresh dill, fresh mint, fresh cilantro. Put a, like, Asian vinaigrette in there. Make a slaw. Like, there's just a million things you can do with that roasted cabbage. Also, put it on pasta. And then add, like, um, olive oil, lemon juice, some uh, pecorino cheese, and some nuts. Like, just a million ways I'm obsessed with cabbage.
0: My uh, art director, she was standing at like in the office this last week and she was, she had this bowl and it looked so good. I was like, what did you do? And she was like, this purple cabbage. Oh, was, I was just going to say, I, like, I haven't even started on the purple. Yeah. She roasts it and then she has millet, which is just, you know, yep. the easiest thing. I was like, is that fair Millet is, is like
1: bird seed. Yeah. And yeah. she's like,
0: you do a quick. Quick boil on the millet so that it goes, you know, and it's almost like a little pasta, but it's a grain. It blooms. And it blooms. And then she puts the roasted cabbage on top and then she had two, you know, jammy eggs and like a little bit of, of I think she had bacon in there. And I was like, that is a lunch, lady.
1: Yeah. Lunch, lady. Also like red cabbage with tahini. Oh, So you're going to roast up your red cabbage and do like a tahini. And we in the... I do do red cabbage with like pork and apples and kind of the stewy red wine vinegar, red red cabbage, which is delicious.
0: Do you like, is, are you, is there a significant feeling of flavor between red and
1: regular for you? No. Okay. No, I like them both. I usually don't roast red, but I want to more like, and I have because I just did it with this tahini dressing that was so delicious. Yeah. Also red cabbage and citrus. We're in citrus season. So your blood oranges, your grapefruits. Oh, my God, so much. I've been eating mandarin oranges like crazy. Yeah, and all of that combined with the crunch of cabbage. And it doesn't have to be like a, it can be slaw, right? Yeah. Or yeah. But it can just be like a base of salad. Okay. With fennel, too.
0: Can I ask a quick question? Yes. What is it that cannot go in your salad? Like, what is it for you that is like, nope? Those Is go- that a good Facebook question? I, I literally am just going to go put that on the Facebooks.
1: Um, what cannot go in a salad? You know, do you know
0: what mine is? I think we've talked about it, but I don't know if you've ever put it up as a question.
1: I don't know what yours I, is.
0: Like, with the cranberries, the craisin things. Oh, I like I those. I hate those in my salad. Like, it makes me crazy if I bite down and there's, like, this weird sweet, or raisins.
1: Any sort of, like... <laughs> Dried, stupid fruit. (laughs) That's funny. Um, I'll be... I don't want onions in my salads. Really? Raw onions generally. Oh
0: my God, I put so many
1: raw onions. I will eat scallions. I will eat shallots in a dressing. But I don't just like chop raw onions and have them in salad. I find them maybe a little too just astringent or oniony. I don't know. Okay. I just never reach for an onion when I'm making an actual salad. Okay. Um, Also... Like if you're, and I'm just obsessed, maybe with roasting vegetables is what this comes down to. I think it might be roasting carrots right now, and having that as like a base, and and not roasting them so they're soft, just to kind of take the cold crunch off them, and then using that like as a base with a grain salad with a farro, some feta, some mint, a little tahini, lemon dressing, like tahini is an undersung thing, by the way. Yeah. And also making your own dressings. Oh. I should repost. I did a whole thing on Jason's show a while back, a couple of years ago, about making your own dressings. And yeah. I have a good Caesar dressing, a good ranch.
0: I don't buy any dressings other than... Um a Caesar because I do want the anchovies. You know, I want a really good Caesar, but I don't want to buy anchovies and make it. <laughs> Does it gross you out? No, it's just like, then I have all these anchovies because you don't need the whole tin. And then I feel like I'm wasting it, you know, just
1: freeze the, in a, oh, it I should freeze. It you in just freeze. And then the next time you just throw it in.
0: Oh, that's a good idea.
1: Or you have that frozen anchovy wah. And you put that when you're making like a garlic pasta situation, you yeah. okay, just melt it true. or melt it in your tomato sauce.
0: Yeah. That's a good thing too.
1: You're right. Just I just made Caesar dressing because I did. Uh, okay. So another roasting. <laughs> Jeez, maybe this is a roast I segment, this is not, a roast, a not a salad, salad, salad segment.
0: segment.
1: I really love Brussels sprout Caesar salad, but uh, one day I ate like my weight <laughs> in Brussels sprouts and then I was kind of ill for a couple days. days. Yeah. So what I do now is I roast half of them. Okay, so you get that roasty, toasty, uh, Brussels sprout, nutty situation, but then you get the crunch, and it's because not so hard on your stomach, right?
0: Because raw foods do it is harder to digest. Yes, them. so, so you take a lot more breaking down.
1: I take a half and half approach on that I like now, that. and then mix it with a Caesar dressing. And when I'm roasting the first batch of the Brussels sprouts, I'll also put breadcrumbs. Yeah, or excuse me, croutons. I always have old bread around, yeah. like, in the freezer. So I'm throwing my croutons on the same tray as roasting of the Brussels sprouts. So those are getting roasty and toasty. And then I mix all that together with the other half of shaved Brussels sprouts. And then you have, like, good crunch, good texture, good breading. I just, yeah, I'm obsessed with salads right now. Yeah. Also, I I can't stop thinking, and I'm going to write a recipe for this. I I wake up in the morning and think about it. And I think foods are weird where... Your body craves certain foods at certain times. Oh, yeah, 100%. And for whatever reason, I cannot stop thinking about roasted beets, oranges, farro, and mint. As one dish. I just, I keep, like, I wake up and I want that thing, like a bowl of that. I don't know why. I haven't made it yet. I have a whole refrigerator full of beets. I just need to stop yeah. doing all the other things that I'm doing and just make it. And just make it and eat it. But I feel like oh my body must be craving beets. Yeah. And orange for whatever reason. Yeah. Citrus. But doesn't and, that
0: sound good? Like a little vin- you probably need vitamin C, which everyone does at this year time of year, which is what's great. Potentially. It, has, it helps ward off all the ick. And then I wonder if beets is an iron thing. Aren't they? Aren't beets full of iron?
1: I don't know. Maybe. But maybe
0: like that's usually when I'm craving spinach, I realize that I'm like not I usually crave steak and spinach at the same time.
1: Which is like, that's an iron mold. Okay, you ask me things I never put in salad? Yeah. That's an answer. I don't put spinach in salad. Really? No, like if I'm making a spinach salad, a specific spinach salad, fine. But I never find myself reaching for that type of, those little baby spinach leaves really never make it into my salad bowl. Because I find them a little slimy and just a little like bleh. I eat, I'd go for arugula ten times more. I eat almost exclusively spinach salads.
0: Like when I'm when we're talking about that's not true. I eat mostly spinach salads. I have spinach almost every day in my fridge. And then i like even if I'm making a turkey sandwich, like that's gonna have spinach. That's on your it. lettuce. That's yeah. my lettuce. But I don't but I do have arugula as well, and that always goes in. And then I've been doing the butter lettuce, you know, and buying like the the heads. Minnesota grown little yep. heads.
1: Those are nice. And then
0: doing the wraps just because you pull like one of those and you just wrap a little bit of quick turkey in that. And that's like such a quick one when I'm working from home and on deadline. That's an easy keep me going moment. When you're generally
1: buying lettuce. Yeah. What are you reaching for? Like Brand.
0: Um, I like the Revel greens. I do I support too. the locals, and like they're mighty mixes, and they're actually two things with them. their Romaine, the baby Romaine, uh-huh. which is so soft and beautiful, is my favorite salad. I could rip the top off that little thing and just mix in my things and eat right out of that. I've done that. I love it. The Revel greens are really like sincerely. Um, And they're they're good. Like some of the salad, some of salad bags or salad, you know, blends and stuff. You open them up and you're like, well, I'm going to have a day and then it's. Yeah, it's gross. And I need a little bit more time usually. And so I would say that most of the rebel greens I get their arugula is my favorite arugula bar none. Yeah, I just love them.
1: If you can find a brand that's out of Hickston, Wisconsin right now called Superior Fresh. Yeah, they sell it at Quick Trip. They have a sorrel. Oh, yes. Yeah. Sorrel is great. a green leaf with red veins in it Yeah, in a mix. And I want to say it's like a citrus blend or something just because it looks pretty. They have it this time of year. It is a really beautiful salad green. If you can find it, if I see that and I don't find it very often. But when I do, I load up you on do that. You do kale? Uh, yeah. And actually, this is also another thing. I released a taste bud episode last week with our friend Stephanie Meyer. Yeah, yeah. And she talked a lot about how to get more protein in your diet and how she didn't really like get into like counting macros, but really how if you're eating whole foods, you don't have to worry as much about calorie counting because you're eating whole foods. Right. So she made a kale Caesar salad with the I said the word wrong and I'm going to say it wrong again. Is it Latino kale? <laughs> I know, and I, I the, that word I don't know why. So I just called it dinosaur kale. What is that? Is it, it, it lacinato? No, it's
0: lacinato.
1: Lacinato. I it, cannot yeah. get that word right.
0: L- lacinato.
1: Okay, so that type of kale where it's rubbed with a lemon juice and olive oil and salt, and it really kind of breaks it down. Then she did this thing that I thought was so smart. She crisps up prosciutto. Yeah, I do that, and that is like a Bacon. crunchy something bit it's better than bacon and it's easy to do oh, easy to it prepare it crunches seconds up and it doesn't stink your house up and it's like easy tasty and just giving you extra protein yeah so I, I thought that. that was really brilliant okay um so yeah that salad is a good salad with pepitas and so that recipe is online the taste buds episodes online you can find all those at uh, Stephanie's com. every episode is there And yeah, so that's a fun one. So I guess that's my winter roasty salad situation.
0: So we're going to take a break, you guys. We're going to come back and it's the Stephanie portion of the show, 651-641-1071 if you want to call us and tell us your favorite salad. What you're roasting. What you're roasting or what you will not have in your salad. Green pepper. Another one. Another one. Cancel
2: the green pepper. We'll be right back. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You ever get that feeling where you know you need to get something off your chest? Holding stuff in really becomes a stressor. Things you want to mention to your boss, your partner, your parents. Bottling it up only makes things worse and start to make our life go sideways. But what can we do about it? Therapy is a great safe space to get things off our chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just putting those bottled up words out into the universe can be a big help, especially when it's in a safe space with your therapist. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You start by filling out a questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no charge. Visit betterhelp.com/slash weekly dish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp slash weekly dish. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hey
0: everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. We are in the Ask Stephanie portion of the show, so you can give us a call. 651-641-1071. We have a call on the line. We have Gail. Hi, Gail. Hey, How are you doing? What's up today?
2: Oh, fine. I'm just going to say, um, I agree with you about green pepper. No. No green peppers. It sticks with you for days. Yes. And then you're sorry you thought you'd tempt it. Yes. But my craving has been fresh salmon. I'm not talking frozen, down the frozen food out. This is going to actual Cub. They have a sale on it. Hey, I don't work for Cub, but I'm just saying. It's like 8.99 <laughs> and put these fresh fillets. Oh my god, and they're freaking huge! Oh my god! So I had a craving about three weeks ago. I have woken up dreaming of the salmon.
1: (laughs) That's funny. I wonder if
0: you're craving iron or protein. Right? Was that? You probably need the omega threes. Your body's telling you.
2: I'm 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 guessing so. And so does my dog, who wants to have any leftovers that there's. She gets the skin.
0: Oh, I love it.
2: Oh, well done, Gail. Well done, you. Well, good.
0: Have a great day. You too, you guys. Love to hear from you.
1: Thank you. That's funny.
0: Okay, we have Brian on the line. Hey, Brian, hey. what's going on?
2: How are we doing today?
0: Good. How are you?
2: Oh, good. Someone's turning what twenty nine next next week.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would maybe I'm turning fifty three on the 29th. <laughs> but thank you for that. Yes.
1: All right,
2: just checking in.
0: That's great. Oh, that's nice. You know, well, have it's a good your one, b- Brian. Bye. Thanks and for the call.
1: Bye. That's something I struggle with. <laughs> you do. You don't ever
0: know. <laughs> Which is really funny because it's fine. Uh, 651-641-1071 if you want to give us a call or send us a note um, or a text. Uh, I want to shout out to... I know a lot of people are going to the sauna village today. Yes. Did you go see the new... Uh, Revival and... and, uh, I have not gone yet. I might go after this. I'm going to need a snack after this. So, I don't know. I might go get one of those
1: burritos that they have. It looks really good. I saw a video of kind of some different things that they're doing, and it looks really good. I am a fan of Mr. Paul's. Yes, you are. And I'm a fan of Revival, too, so it should be good.
0: I just don't know if I want to fight all the sauna, Brave the sauna people. people. I just don't need to see your sweaty bodies steaming up in front of my burger stand. I think they've sort of
1: like have, have a sign that says, please wear a robe <laughs> or did, get they dressed. They basically
0: <laughs> were saying, please wear
1: robes. Yeah. Cause people were running around and just ordering like in their skivvies.
0: Yeah. So yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Good
0: times. Uh, okay. We have another caller. We have uh, Sharon on the line. How's it
2: going, Sharon? Hi Sharon. Good. I've been having this um, question on my mind for weeks and Stephanie Hansen is obsessed with the Parmesan cream sauce as I am as well. Yep. But I have an issue, like, if I want to have the leftovers for my daughter the next day, there's no cream left. What do you mean? my, My recipe calls for heavy cream, Parmesan cheese, and butter, and, of course, garlic. Yeah. But the next day in the fridge... There's
1: no cream. Yeah, it absorbs into the noodles. Oh. oh, okay. So how do I fix that? You don't. It's just <laughs> oh, what it is. So no leftovers. Okay. Well, well, you just heat it up and you eat it, and it's absorbed that flavor and that cream is absorbed into the noodles.
0: Let me just say oh, this. Okay. Also, if you want to like warm up, if you want to warm, you don't don't stick them in the microwave because it's going to get oily. You know what I mean? It, it does get oily. Yep. What you can do is you if you have a little bit of the pour of the cream like in your in your, if you save a little bit of the cream in your fridge for and warm that up first in your pan and then toss the pasta ah, in smart. that, that helps it.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Great. Good luck. So there's that. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks,
1: Sharon. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Thanks. Yeah, I do crave. I eat a lot of pasta in the winter. I'm not going to lie. Dude, I know. I, well, it is. I mean, and that's. And yeah. I always have cream in my refrigerator. So it's the go to like, oh, well. And I have breadcrumbs now is my new favorite thing to just toast a few and put that on top to give it like a crunchy finish.
0: Yeah, yeah. I haven't been making a lot. I did make that big. Well, I made the big Filio pasta. Yes. And that sort of, you know. I that is satisfied you Big pastas and then I'm like, it, it, but I get it, Sharon, because I'm like two days later, three days later. That's why I, I you know, it's like I have to reheat because I can't make one meal. I've got to make,
1: I still only make meal for like four people. Right, right, right. But, well you, you know. used to make it for eight. <laughs> <It's true.
0: laughs> and then like the leftover thing. Yeah, you know? you're going from eight to one. Um, I'm gonna say tell you guys something, the weird little trick that I've been doing that I kinda didn't know if I was gonna talk about it or not yet. But so and I saw this online, but I mean it was I mean saw somebody reading talking about it, and it was so I have leftover rice, because sometimes on Sundays I make a big batch yep. of brown rice. And then um and, and sometimes I want to just eat it with my egg in the morning. And but sometimes it's like, eh, do I want to stir fry it and like all the things and I don't love to just heat it up. But this is a way of heating it up that has become kind of a brilliant soup, like warming it up in green tea with like a little bit of miso. So I take a like I warm up, I make a thing of green tea, uh-huh. I put a little bit of miso in there and I swish it around and it's almost like broth. And then I put I pour that over the rice so that it kind of warms up and
1: expands and it becomes this really this comforting... goes right back to your kanji obsession <laughs> like i'm like oh she's basically describing another way to make her favorite thing Kanji. which it is but you it's like so not funny. because it's not so
0: silky and soft but it it, it you're mm-hmm. right it totally vibes it's the quick vibe of the kanji.
1: whenever i have rice left over i just put it in a baggie or i use a super cube you know one of those mm, yeah. one cup cubes yeah and then just like make bowls and kimchi fried rice and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. I actually make extra rice now.
0: Yeah. That's, I mean, Sunday nights I make a huge thing of brown rice and maybe it goes with, also I've been noticing that if I am bringing home leftovers from restaurants, I put it on the rice. You know what oh, I mean? yeah. Like there was some char siu pork last night from Dario and I should have grabbed it to put it on my char-sou rice. Char siu pork. Char siu, however, that's one of the things. Uh, we have w- time for one quick question from Vanessa. Vanessa, what's going on today? I see Chicken Bacon Ranch.
1: You know, hi, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I love the topic of Chicken Bacon Ranch.
0: <laughs> Do you? Seriously, it um, is a thing.
1: It, it totally is. And, you know, surprising. Well, I not say surprisingly, but, like, honestly, the best Chicken Bacon Ranch sandwich is at Jersey Mike's.
0: See, I like, she mentioned time. it. I've never gotten it there, girl, but I've seen oh, it. Oh,
1: my God. Yes, go. Okay, like, it's hands down. My children ask for it all the time. It's it's the best. Like, yeah, go I, for it. Go I see it on it the menu, and I was,
0: I think about it, but then I'm like, whatever. All right, Vanessa, hot yes. tip. We love it. Thank you're you so much. You're gonna go. Thank
1: That's you. our friend Have cheesecake, it. Vanessa. I think. Make sure you order. your It was her
0: birthday
1: the other day. Oh, cheesecake Woo! funk! Uh, if you're gonna be picking up something for Valentine's Day, let's say, no, 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 could don't be don't delicious.
0: Alright guys, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll come back with a second hour for you in just a minute. We'll be right back. This is my this is weekly dish on my talk one oh seven one.